welcome to In Football Terms. We're back for episode two. And today is a really important episode. I'd say it's an important episode and it's one that will be really well, well received by our listeners because today we're talking about Chris Wood to Newcastle, a transfer that went under the radar. It was a transfer that originally didn't get much media attention, but now, now that it's happened, it's one that people are really interested I in. I think it is. I but they, it is. they just don't know. They don't, want, they don't know what's happened. They don't know how it's happened. And that's what we're here for, to give insight. Um, and today, it's going to be Chris Wood to Newcastle Explained. And to find out further information just before we get into it, uh, head over to the In Football Terms podcast, or one word, uh, Instagram page to find out more information and about kind of the, the fan insight and all sorts of stuff about this uh, transfer. And it's, but here we go. It's rumours as well. Confirmed transfers, that's where the confirmed transfers uh, will be are released mm-hmm. and real player faces I think is a really important one that's yeah. going to draw attention I think, yeah, I think that's so. why you need that is why you need to head over to the Instagram in football terms real player faces live transfer rumours uh, and finalised transfers updates market value updates all the it way. will all be confirmed over on the Instagram page so that definitely needs to get given a follow yeah and to watch some quick clips as well uh, head over to the TikTok page same same name in football terms podcast. Same name, same deal. So let's get into the let's get into the final points, and we're going to do this in chronological order just to help people out because also it makes the, more sense. the time of this happening, it was just before the international break, yeah. And I think that's what really helped it fly under the radar. The first negotiations and and the first contact made by the clubs and the players, it was about a week before the international break, yeah. And then when we're getting into the real hard negotiations and we're getting into the finer details. That, that's happening throughout the international break. People's eyes are off. So, you know, by the club and the player, Chris Wood and Newcastle, I think tactically it was a good transfer. And, but, and I think as well, it's good to mention that Chris Wood, he was comfortable at Burnley. He was happy. He moved from Leicester when they won the, uh, when they won the league to now he's, you know, he's moved to Burnley, a club where he's getting a lot of game time. He's happy there. But, but now I think it's, it's safe to say this has been a brave move by him. He was comfortable, he guaranteed game time. Now he's moving to a bigger club with a bright future. I think it's safe to say. I think that. he's done well to secure the contract as well. Yeah. We know that you just said um, Chris Wood wasn't really looking for a club. Well, I think Newcastle, they were looking to bring in players. Oh, I think well, I think, I think you have to almost describe Newcastle as a bit desperate for players at this point. I think, you know, they've, they've looked around. They haven't, they, I think to, fair, to be fair to them, they haven't found what they're looking for. No. They've been tactical with it. They haven't signed. They've actually player. got into. They got into negotiations with some players. Many. They, they've reached out to me. They've yeah. reached out to Jesse Lingard. They've reached out to many players. They've reached out to lots of players. Players that they players that they knew were on the market. But and I think that's a key here. All those players they knew they were on the market, but I don't think they many people thought Chris Wood might have been on the market. So that no. that's why it was a brave move from Newcastle. Yeah. So let's yeah. get into it. And starting, in, we'll do chronological order just to help. Keep the structure a bit. And let's start, uh, Erling, with three and a half weeks ago when the first contact was made by the player. And I'm actually led to believe by an inside source that it was over a math grade. Well, and I think this is the thing. It was so sudden that there's so many different rumours about how it came about. And, you know, there's rumours that it was a math grade. There's rumours that it was through other other agents, actually. There, there are rumours that it was linked. And advisors. And, and advisors. And I think... I think it's safe to say that the club pushed for it. I think it's safe to say, from Chris Wood's perspective, it kind of just came about and it kind of, um, 
uh, it kind of just, uh, you know, came to him. And I think no matter how it came about, they've, they've done well in speeding it up. It was definitely a very quick transfer, but seems over on the topic of the first contact. I think that's a bit under the uh, under the works. No one really quite knows how it came about. Well, let's go with let's go with the inside source that we did get because um, you know I Fabrizio. Oh, we're Ross, all here for Fabrizio. Ross, Fabrizio Rosmano has contacts in the game, yeah. and you know I heard that it was a uh, it was new it was the player. Sorry, it was Chris Wood who actually initiated. It was it really? was Chris Wood who reached out to the club. Yeah, um, but I don't think Chris Wood was really looking to. To, it was kind to of just a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of just. A it talk. was just like a polite. Yeah. It was just a polite reach out to the club. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, and it was actually about a math grade. So that's it's just interesting for all the players and clubs listening out there. That's how something quickly things is smooth. Yeah, yeah. So and that was three and a half weeks ago. But again, let's reiterate: things move quickly. And three weeks ago, the player and the club are actually entering into negotiations. And I think what's safe to say here as well is there was actually achievements that were made during these negotiations. You know, I think there was a physical side to this negotiation that uh, you don't see very often. Three, oh, that's a great point. Three weeks before he signed the dotted line, there was physical interest. And, and you know, I've seen leaked, leaked pictures of just, just a, as you were saying, physical contact. The first in-person meeting, we've got, we've got heads on the shoulders. And yeah, I think we've got we've, yeah. we've actually got we've got arms being used. Just, we've got arms yeah. around we've got arms around the neck, and you know that is all I believe being you know somewhat initiated by um, Chris Wood. As soon as he as soon as he saw that he wanted the transfer to Newcastle, it was it was an equal push, and I think yeah. that's why we can say this is going to be a successful transfer because it was an equal push. The yeah. player wasn't chasing the club massively. The club wasn't chasing the player massively. No, I it, think it, it came, came about, about mutually. Equal. I think, mutually, yeah, I think, word. I think, from Chris Chris Wood's perspective, he was comfortable. He was happy, almost like I think you know it's safe to say he was a bit of a free agent. Yep. But no, definitely. I think yep. I think he was happy with that. He you know he has good agents. He has good good uh, contacts in the game. Contacts in the game, and I think to be honest, he had other options, and he settled for Newcastle. You know, the rest is history. But take us through weeks three. Weeks uh, two before the... Yeah, so looking back two to three weeks ago, let's give some insight. This is being uh, recorded on Tuesday the 4th of October. So, you know, uh, three, two, three weeks ago is looking back last month, and this is about the first week of the international break. Yeah. So now we're looking at the, the in-person meetings, the frequency is increasing. Yeah. Uh, it's becoming clear, really, that the... The player wants the club and, and the club wants the player. And I yeah. think that's what we were just touching on about this, yeah, the mutual agreement. Yeah. Uh, so let's just talk about some of the information that we have about where these meetings were taking place, where the, where the you know, what, what stadiums these were taking place at. So one was, you know, the Brisbane International Stadium in the city. Mm, yeah. That was the first, the first meeting. And look, some say it's a bit basic, but I think for this type of transfer, it was it was actually yeah. Different. I think realistically, no one was expecting this to be a kind of out there. Let's go hunting for a mountain hike. Yeah. You know, I think I think they've kept it simple. The first kind of meeting they had was exactly what this kind of club relation needed. Yeah. So, and I think the stadium also has some good facilities that, oh, 100%. that work to the benefit of of the the player in the club. Yeah. They yeah. can they can move around the facilities and really get the most out of that stadium. The 
the um, this one of the other meetings was at uh, a slightly lesser stadium, but a more unique stadium in in the Cooper Square Stadium. Yeah. Um, that was a bit later down the line, but again, it's a another good meetup. I think it's a good mutual venue, quite quite in between the two yeah. players' home stadiums. Um, and I think, but it was also a neutral venue. I think, I think what's important well. to to talk about this uh, Cooper Square Stadium is that. Uh, rumors say that they went into a separate part of the stadium and they're watching a movie. That was that was the intended plan, should I say? I think there was very little movie watching and the connection was felt. I think that's where Chris Wood decided, I'm I, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna hunt for this deal, and it's gonna happen. And this is a pattern that we that we've noticed. We touched on this in the episode one. Taking your opportunities. In the last episode, we talked about. Uh, the Friday night of Erling Haaland and Man City. Yeah, yeah. Erling realised an opportunity and he went for that opportunity. Here, Chris Wood has seen an opportunity and it's gone for it. And look, we can, we can say nothing, but it's worked out. Oh, commend him. Commend him for it. And I think also good on Newcastle's part because they could have kept it professional. They could have kept it, you know, very much to the point about we're going to negotiate a deal here. There's going to be no physical side to it. It's just going to be talk. And I think the fact that they've gone and they've gone, okay, clearly he wants more than just a talk. Let's do it. And I think they've attracted a very good player here because of that. Now, I just want you to touch on Newcastle for a second because obviously you've had relations, you know, whether it just be formal or, yeah. you know, it may have been looking at something else in the yeah. past. There are um, many rumours. Believe what you believe. I'll give my more professional take on uh, Newcastle as a club, but just in your personal experience... How did you experience Newcastle? Because I think Chris Wood would have experienced the club differently. I think I think so. Because I think if we experienced the club the same way, my future may have ended up at Newcastle rather than Man City. But it certainly didn't reach that point. And right. I think I think the club is one that, you know, a very good, very good meetup. Whenever I had meetings with the club, it was always very good. And I've I I when we were having some agent meetings in the past. You said that to me. And, I, and I think as well, what you can see in this relationship that Chris Wood now has with Newcastle is that the club likes to take it quickly. There's, there's no mucking around. And, you know, I think once they found the right player that was on board to do that, it, it worked. But I think the issue that I had with Newcastle was there was, there was very little time to get to know. It was just... They wanted in. Here's your deal. Right. Do you want it or not? And it I think, it was a more I take think it or leave. I wouldn't be surprised if Wood was op, um, offered the same opportunity, but I think he he went about it better than better than I could have. Yeah. So I'll just give. So to me, Newcastle is a club that um, I think it's quite clear that they were looking to bring in a player. Just oh. by just by the club's activities, they wanted to bring. And in I a think player. it's silly to deny that. But I think what Newcastle has really found in Chris Wood is you know I think she's. The the club has just finally found a a player that the relationship is comfortable that matches. Yeah, it's yeah, a comfortable 100%. relationship. She, the club didn't feel like they had to, you know, go above and beyond. They didn't have to really, really sell their project to the player. Mm. They didn't yeah. have to sell the philosophy to the player. I think the club just felt as though in this transfer, you know, the, the stars kind of just aligned. The club felt comfortable with Chris Wood. Chris Wood, Chris Wood felt comfortable with the club. And, and, and the rest is history. The post that was went up on the Instagram this morning, 
an expected contract length of minimum. We're expecting from and this I think also good to mention. This is not from our perspective. We're very neutral. This is analyzing the market. I I actually spoke to many clubs today. I spoke to about four clubs today, and I think over the over the past week we've spoken to about three three or four players. Yeah, and it's all come to about six to nine months. So we've cut it fine, and on the Instagram you will see the expected contract is eight months. And I think that's a really comfortable contract length because obviously, you know, this is not even taken into account options to extend, which oh, ho- we're, we're hoping there is an option to extend. But we think we think the base before any argument the player has with the club will be eight months. It will be eight months of smooth game time for both the player and the club. And that's something to look forward to and, you know, put, puts them in contention for at least Ballon d'Or this year, possibly next year. Now let's go to just under two weeks ago. And I've got down here, and this is very important to note, we did have an IFT scout attend the, this conference that happened. It was a conference at a neutral venue. This was Metricon Stadium. It was actually Metricon, Metricon Stadium at the Gold Coast. Beachside, which I think is a really good setting for these type of negotiations yes, to take place. Yes. And look, we, have, we had immediate feedback from the IFT scout that this is, this is going to happen. You know, it wasn't... Yeah, and it, I think... I think it also turned out very differently to what people expected. I think people expected to go and witness a very professional time by oh, both. But that was where not Chris, Where Chris Wood spent more time with his agent than he did with the club. But I think you were, they were proven wrong. So let's just go through some of the scouting notes that I've got down here. Yeah. So, you know, again, as you said before about how we had the insight on the, uh, on the Cooper Square Stadium yep. meeting, a key uh, part of this transfer has been... You know the um, the physical touch. Yeah, we're seeing from from the word go in the Metricon Stadium meetup that you know the arms around the, the arms around the neck. Yeah, yeah. The the head is is firmly on the neck. Yeah, it was a long travel with all attendees to the conference down to Metricon Stadium about an hour, so we could really gauge what was going on. And what was interesting, I'm told by the scout, is that the player in the club actually separated themselves for the rest of the conference. Really? So that's an excellent sign. You know, you're getting a bit of oh, privacy. You're getting into your own relationship. It shows chemistry, just as you say. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, just a physical touch is a big thing in this. Another thing is they're not scared of, of even before signing the dotted line, getting, getting the message out to, to you know, other players and clubs that may have been on the market that this is something that's going to happen. We saw snaps being sent all day, I, and actually all yeah. through the negotiation process, they weren't they weren't scared of hiding it. And I all. think it's also good to mention here that their way of going out about announcing it, different to us, where you know, in football terms, again on the Instagram, you'll see you'll see yeah. how we announced it. Uh-huh. With them, it was more, it was more of a Snapchat. Was the the main kind of here we go, and I think. There was, really... there was no even formal announcement. It was more inferred. You know, I, I think, think, that, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, as, a, as a player, looking at the snaps I've been received, it's definitely, I think there's a deal. I was surprised if we were even, I wasn't sure if we were even going to get an official announcement at some point. It would just be so obvious to the rest of the market that this was a done deal that they wouldn't even bother announcing it. Yeah. But we did get some kind of official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose, know, was, I suppose. Um, and just to finish up on that, on the on the Metricon, very successful. We saw Chris Wood actually paying for the club representative's lunch. 
which is, you know, a staple, a staple in a row. And I think like also that. that shows the club had immediate interest, right? Well, depending on what, depending on what side you believe, we, we believe that the club may have initiated it. And I think what you've just said there is that it's no longer that way. It's no longer the club initiating. It's, it, it's, it's no longer the club just initiating everything, initiating the, the meetings where they are held. It's actually Chris Wood has gone out of his way to support his endeavours with the club. Let's move on to, again, this is around two weeks ago, but more on the sooner side of two weeks. We had three days in a row of full-on negotiations. Now, I think that's, yes. I think that's quite big. Yes. Um, you need sometimes a, a full-on stint like that to push the transfer, transfer through because you can get up to a point sometimes and, you know, unfortunately, it just peters out. Yeah. We've seen that a few times this season already, unfortunately. But here, I think, whether it was Chris Wood or whether it was Newcastle, they realised, okay, let's push this through. Three days in a row of constant contact, pretty much. And we're assuming that they're, you know, uh, keeping it in communication over technology through this time as well. But the three full days in a row, I think, is what really pushed the transfer through. And at this point, it was clear to... All the fans. This is a transfer that ultimately. Yeah, will and happen. I'll just I'll just touch on that as well. Is full on negotiations, but none with an agent. There was no. no there agents, was no middleman in this, which is no quite impressive. Agents used, which is very unique to to the game at which we see. Even in, in I was just just quickly Spurs to Richarlison. We even see we see middlemen in that transfers that are just coming up as rumors that may be announced soon on the Instagram. Yeah, we're seeing middlemen. Being used a lot. Same with Jesse Lingard to, to Nottingham Forest. I think, although it was... Agents, little, agents, agents and Agents were used, but it was a little bit initiated. But anyway, we'll touch on that in the Instagram and there'll be certainly an episode. I think episode four was saying is going to be about that. But back to Newcastle and Chris Wood, I think as much as this was a surprising transfer, now we're about five days out, about four days out. I think it's been accepted by fans. Fans jumped on board very quickly. And I think, again, that's something unusual. This is a very unusual relation we're seeing here because I think with the other attempts Newcastle have made, there's been a lot of media attention. But this one, I think it's just the perfect player for the club. And I think that's why it hasn't it has an expected contract of straight up eight months without failure. I think that's safe to say. That's a big contract as well. I think both the club and the player will be happy to have, you know... And that's without extension. That's a, that's not including next season. Now we're getting into you know we're getting into the the real thing here. So around a week ago, we have the uh, the player meeting at the the home ground for the first time. And it, now, can both you, ways, both as ways, someone as someone who's ways, experienced yeah. this, can you go through just how big a step that is? I think that is the point at which you almost it's confirmed. It's dotted line may not have, you know, pen may have not touched the dotted line just yet. Which is what we saw in this case. But I think it's a point where certainly the club's overseers and the players' overseers meet the other and they go, you know, they either support it or they don't. But I think either way, it's, it's certainly a step towards making it official. And I think it's brave by both Wood and Newcastle to have done this before the dotted line was signed. Certainly a very brave move. Very true, very true. And just before we get into the final thing we're, we're going to touch on today, which is the transfer being confirmed by the player in the club, another reminder, follow the Instagram in football terms. 
podcast. It's one word, all lowercase. On Instagram, the TikTok is coming soon. By the time this re- is released, it might even be out. It probably will. The best bits will be over on the TikTok. I think that's a really good, you know, we're going to have, as you said before, market updates confirmed, rumors. It's going to be an the amazing. Whole, it's going to be global. I think soon to come is global transfer. It's going to be well. an amazing resource for the whole market. But, you know, without further ado, let's get into the real nitty gritty, which is around a week ago, the transfer being confirmed by the player and the club. And we'll get some final thoughts from both of us here today about you know our future thoughts on this transfer but just give your give your take as someone who's been through this process before there how the club and the player have negotiated it in this instance compared to how you may have negotiated in the past is this a good way of doing it how realistic is this for other clubs and players or with or with or is this just actually you know a method that's really is unique yeah. And it worked in this instance for the club and the player. Yeah, so I think the difference between my experience and Wood's experience is that I tend to get a lot of media attention. And I think that's the difference in market value. That's kind of just, you know, on the side. But I think what you see in this game is when there's very little media attention, you find that they're almost, they're an underdog. And I think you see... You see them spike. I think you've seen it with Jesse Lingard when he went to the West Ham. I think something like that. It's, it's almost ignored by the media, but it, it becomes something big. And I think that's what you're about to see here. May well be for the best as well. And I think so. And, you know, to be honest, from an outside view, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to this transfer. I think there's big things, uh, big plays, and I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to increase both Chris Wood's market value and Newcastle's reputation. And I think... So here we go. We're looking forward to. Well, that's great to hear. And, um, you know, you were just touching on before then media attention. And I think that's something big that we see in transfers. Sometimes it cripples transfers. Too yeah. much media attention. And both the player and the club feel like they need to live up to the hype. And they end up doing too much. Mm. Doing too much, too much contact and then overthinking possibly. I think the lack of media attention really helped with this. Just yeah. to give my final thoughts, I, I'm going to just have to agree with pretty much everything you said. I think this is a really ideal transfer for both the player and the club. Um, I think the eight-month contract is, I think it's solid. I don't think it's too scarily long. And, you know, it's not underwhelmingly short. It's perfect. And, uh, you know, if I had to give an informed opinion, I think we can definitely be looking at a possible contract extension. Depending on the moves of the market in the next three months, I think this is one for Ballon d'Or contention. Yeah, well, thank you for having me again. Um, Looking forward to episode three and four. Episode three and four. Go check out the Instagram. Go check out the TikTok. Erling Haaland, I'm excellent spending the last half an hour with you again. We'll do it again shortly. Thank you, mate. Thank you, mate.